0: and open your uh, Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, as many of you have already heard, we, uh, we went down to the Creation Museum and to the ark for a few days. And uh, just to put a plug in for it, uh, it was a good trip. Uh, you get a lot of information at those places, and uh, I'd highly recommend it to anybody who wants to go down there. It's only about a four-hour drive, uh, four and a half, and uh, uh, you can go to the museum, and, and uh, then the ark's probably another 30 or 40 minutes away anyway, but uh, it's really interesting. <clears throat> so there in uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, uh, <clears throat> uh, just before I start reading the scripture there, uh, we're going to look at uh, the Creator and His creations. Uh, And uh, let me say that Satan has and will continue to attack the Word of God. And uh, the theory of evolution goes against the Word of God. And trying to combine creation and evolution goes against the Word of God. And uh, an attack on Genesis chapter 1 is an attack on the whole Bible. Okay, so in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, if you will, keep your finger there in Genesis because we're going to come right back to it. But turn to John chapter 1, verse 1. Okay, they're in John chapter 1, verse 1. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. <clears throat> the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. <clears throat> now, uh, go back to Genesis. We see that those verses that we just looked at, we see how the Old Testament and the New Testament, how they mesh there together on creation. We see that God created everything. <clears throat> In Genesis, now we're look, let me look at it, let's look at verse 5. Chapter 1, verse 5. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now Moses, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote the first five books of the Old Testament. Uh, they're called the uh, Penta, Pentatech or the Torah. They're Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And he wrote them about 3,500 years ago. Now when <clears throat> the Lord inspired Moses to write... We see <clears throat> there in verse 5 that he used the, the phrase, the evening and the morning <clears throat> were the first day. Instead of saying something just like, that was the first day, or on the first day, we see that he used that term, the evening and the morning. <clears throat> the Lord also uh, inspired Moses to use the same, same term in verses 5, 8, 13, 13. 19, 23, and 31. This helps us to understand that each day was a 24-hour period. It's not like where some of the evolutionists try and combine it with the Bible into where uh, the days were extra long. They were not millions or billions of years long. They were 24 hours. And we see that, of course, the Lord knew when he inspired Moses to write this that eventually that would come under attack. And so we see that he put it in there for us to understand that it was 24 hours. Now they're in Genesis, let's go to uh, verse 20. And Charles McCroy, could I have you read verses 20 through 25? Amen. Now the evolutionists, they want to put us in that group where it says "beast of the earth." Okay. Now, and I know I've heard pastors say it several times that it sure takes a lot more faith to believe that uh, to believe in that than to believe in creation. <clears throat> uh, I mean, the evolutionists—they just believe that we're just another step up the ladder from. Uh, uh, Now I'll pick it up there in verse 26. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth and over every creepeth thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. We're so much more than what the evolutionists think that we are. We see here from these two verses that we were made in the image of God and after his likeness. Now, if you would, go ahead and turn to Psalms chapter 8. We're going to look at verses 3 and 4. Psalms chapter 8 and verse 3. Now, this is a psalm that David wrote. <clears throat> when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou vid- visitest him? <clears throat> I'm sure that as David, as he was a shepherd boy and when he was a, a soldier and stuff, he probably spent many a night out there under the stars and he <clears throat> and he was just pondering what God thought of him, what God thought of man and uh basically you might say that David's question is what is man that thou art mindful of him and for uh, me one of the best answers I could think of and uh is there in John three sixteen and uh, you could say that for God so loved David that he gave his only begotten son. That's how important to God that we are. We're, uh, of all of his creation, uh, that's what he gave give his life for, man and woman. Uh, now, if you would, go ahead and turn to Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah, chapter 40, and verse 28. And the Bible says, in Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 28, Hast thou not known... Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, feigneth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. God had a plan from the beginning. Even though, even after he knew that we were going to sin, he had a plan for a a savior. And... uh, The evolutionists, they just want to think that everything just happened randomly. But we know that the Lord had a plan from the very beginning uh, of his creation. And while you're there in Isaiah, turn to chapter 45 and we're going to look at verse 18. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 18, the Bible says, For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God Himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. We see that even uh, here the Bible tells us that our plant, our plant, <laughs> Planet that when he made it, he made it to be inhabited, okay? And, I mean, you just think of our world. We have all the resources, even with as many as, what, seven billion people now. Uh, The farmers do a great job of keeping us fed here, especially in the United States, but we have everything that's needed. We see that the Lord created it to be inhabited by us. Now, if you would, turn to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, and we're going to look at verse 16 there. And it says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. uh now turn to romans chapter 1 now we've we've seen verses both in the old testament and in the new testament where it it keeps talking about how the lord created things so we see that they're tied together but here in romans chapter 1 verse 25 Uh, we're going to look at this verse and then we're going to jump over to Judges. But we see in these verses here, we see where some people are. Romans chapter 1, verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Now turn to Judges chapter 17. Yeah, Judges chapter 17, and we're going to look at verse 6. Now, this here, uh, this verse is actually almost repeated again in Judges 21-25. But it says there in Judges 17, (coughs) chapter 17, verse 6. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. You see what... The evolutionists and some of the unsaved want to do is that they want to take the creator out of the picture. Because if they take the creator out of the picture, then they can take God's laws out of the picture, and they just do what they want. That or, uh, as we see right, well actually we've seen it since back in the 70s that uh, they want man's laws to be over God's laws whether it's abortion or homosexual marriage, uh, they want to do what they want to do, what's right in their own eyes. And they do that by taking the Creator out of the picture. <clears throat> and uh, you won't have to turn there, but this is where we're at. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, and verse 16, it says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And that's what we have to do. We have to make sure that we're staying right with this right here. Uh, I was looking up the definition of a witness. A witness is ordinarily one who has seen something and can witness to what he has seen. A witness gives firsthand evidence he was there He doesn't argue that something happened, just happened. He says, I know it happened. I saw it. And uh, for us, the evolutionists, they just have a theory. But we have an eyewitness. Okay? And uh, we know who that is, the Lord Jesus. He's our eyewitness. In John chapter, go ahead and turn to John chapter 5. And we're going to look at verses 46 and 47 in in John chapter 5. And in these two verses, we see Jesus talking. He says, For if ye believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But ye believe not his writings. Wait, let me read that again. But if ye believe not his writings, how shall ye believe my words? We see here that the Lord, he knew everything that Moses had wrote. And that it's, it's 100% truth. And Jesus says, if you don't believe what Moses wrote, you're not going to believe what I'm telling you. And that's what we have to do. We have to make sure that uh, we don't get swayed by what's taught probably in some schools, unfortunately. Uh, We have to stick with the truth, and that's that there there is a creator, and he created everything, each and every one of us. And uh, we know how important that we are to him because he laid down his life for us. So from Genesis one one to Revelation twenty-two twenty-one, it's all the truth. And that's what we have to stick with. Is there any comments? That's right. Yep. It's all truth. That's right. Amen. Any other comments? Nope. We have to stick with the complete word. You know. And uh, just like when Jesus there was speaking uh, to the Pharisees and stuff. You know. uh, You know you got to believe the whole thing. And uh, we can't be swayed by what's uh, what you hear on the news or, or taught in schools or wherever. So, well, if that's all, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I am so thankful for this.